Hey, good afternoon, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I got a special guest in tonight. Now, you guys know that I'm a Dodger fan, and I've done lives with Mikey. I've done lives with Danny. I've done lives with a bunch of people, but I've never had this person on the podcast. So I'm excited to have Danny, Dodger fan, page 88 on. Danny, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. It's... uh. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get you on a podcast. So I'm excited that schedules worked out and I'm excited that we were able to make it happen. So talk me, talk me through the Dodgers. So we're wrapping up the off season. If you were going to give these guys off season grades based on their moves, who they let go, who they picked up a to F where do you think the Dodgers are at and why? Okay. Um, well, first, we could have got Tyler Anderson for three years at the price of the two years that they offered him. So I'm a little bummed A to a B. All right. Then, you know, I'm not worried about not picking up flashy names. But we just seem to let go of a lot of guys and not really pick up a lot. Until we picked up Noah Syndergaard and J.D. Martinez. And we picked up a couple players for the minor leagues and stuff like that. We, You know, we picked up some guys that can come up. All right. Grade? Mm, I'm going to say I'm going to give them a C. Now. Okay. Now. They get an A plus if we get Shohei Otani next year. <laughs> then this was an A plus. So this is one of those things where you're going to be like Ferris Bueller and go in and change the grade or change the absence a year later. Yeah. Right now, you know, yeah. I mean, losing Tyler Anderson, I mean, Noah Syndergaard can replace that. That's good. Okay. Losing Cody Bellinger. Look, Cody's my guy. Love Cody. He's my favorite. We're losing a phenomenal defensive center fielder. Mm -hmm. But right now we're losing a bat that is down. So the bat's not killing us. Losing JT. Mm. What we lose in JT, Justin Turner, we lose his offensive bat. We lose his clubhouse and his team leadership. Um, but we can pick up the bat from J.D. Martinez. Agreed. So, yeah. Um, so I'm going to just say a C because I wanted them to pick up another pitcher. I wanted them to pick up a couple more bullpen pieces. Keep in mind, though, that's neglecting the fact that we have guys in the farm system that are ready to come up. Okay. So speaking of pitching, tell me about the rotation. Are you satisfied with it or do you are you concerned with oh, I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Julio Urias, mm -hmm. um, Kershaw, Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, Noah Syndergaard. Yep. Who, who am I missing out? No, you're there. You're there. Then we also have the potential of having Bobby Miller come up mm -hmm. and Ryan Pepio. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm content with where we are at. I see basically all we did was trade 
Noah Syndergaard for Tyler Anderson. And the only thing I'm disappointed about is losing Tyler Anderson's production if he could produce that again next year. The word if is a very strong word in there. And I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, We did a live, which you were a part of, and, you know, we had an Orioles fan come on and say, I love your guys' rotation. Like, you you guys' depth is fantastic, and I wish I had it here on, you know, in the Orioles. And see, and that's the thing. All right, so forgive me, and I'm not going to make the stereotype that all Dodger fans are this way, but let me just say this. I am, at times, narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. My vision, I got blinders on. It is focused forward just on my team. D-back fans, Colorado Rocky fans, you just said the Oriole fans. Mm-hmm. There are fans from many other teams that would love to have the problem of all the players the Dodgers are having right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what do I mean by that problem? Well, we got a lot of guys we can bring up, and we don't know which ones to bring up as fans. Yeah. You know, the Dodgers know what they're doing. So, but yeah, no, I think we're great. Yeah, it's uh, – I got a message, uh, a text message from um, a fan of a team that is is on the cusp of making the playoffs, but they're, they might be a year out. And he sent me a message after we did our live talking about Trevor Bauer and things, and he said, you know – your rotation is stellar. Trevor Bauer was just an extra piece. You have too many hands in the minors where you wouldn't get a chance to see that with Trevor Bauer up there without the issues. And I agree with him. I, I agree with right. him. Right. Now, let's pretend Trevor Bauer did not have the off-the-field issues. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend he didn't have those distractions. Also, let's pretend he didn't have his little social media camera going everywhere. Distraction. (laughs) Yep. He could be a very reliable piece that would have added depth to the starting rotation and depth to the bullpen. And what I mean by that, Mm -hmm. I I got a wolf outside. What I mean by that is, he could have been an arm to give a pitcher some relief, mm-hmm. to, to go longer into innings, giving our bullpen relief. He could have been that. So I see that part of him. Mm-hmm. But the other part is the part we don't see. The personality behind the camera. Mm-hmm. The personality in the clubhouse. Him struggling with the D-backs. Him struggling with, um, with uh, Cleveland. Him struggling with his college team. I mean, all those things. I don't know if that was an issue in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. And and frankly, all the, the farm hands that we have, you mentioned Pepiao, Grove, um, Andre uh, Jackson. I, I mean, Bobby Miller. We've got we've got the future. And it, unfortunately, you never get to see the future if you never let them play. And that's what the Yankees do. Right. They buy different teams. And you never see, you very rarely see guys come up. I mean, Derek Jeter is an example of, and that group with Bernie Williams and those guys that came up together, but you very rarely see that. So let me, let me transition that 
into our lineup. Is there any specific holes that you're concerned about that you would fill? If you were the GM for a day, is there any specific um, holes that you would fill? And if there was, where are they? Or are you happy with our potential starting day lineup hey, and, and going forward? So I am happy with, and let's just name it out, our catcher. Our catcher is solid. Mm -hmm. um, Will Smith, Austin Barnes, solid. I'm happy with that. First base, Freddie Freeman. I'm happy with that. Second base, we're going to get to second and third in a minute. Shortstop, Gavin Lux. I'm happy with that. Left field, Mookie Betts. I'm happy with that. I mean, right field. Right, right field, field, Mookie right Betts. Field. I'm happy with that. Right. Left field, CT3. Okay, now, question mark with that. All right, we're going because that might be a segment and he'd be a right fielder. Center fielder. Center fielder could be, very well, could be CT3. Trace Thompson, um, our minor leaguer. James Altman. James Altman. It could very well be one of those three guys. Mm -hmm. Second base. Second base could be um, Max Muncie. It could be CT3. It could be Mookie Betts. And those outfielders I mentioned, moving around. Mm -hmm. Third base could be Miguel Vargas. Mm -hmm. Um, third base could also be um, Max Muncy. That's messy. Yeah. So, I mean, so see, we have some some playroom. We have some wiggle room to maneuver these guys around. So I think we're good there. Now, J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez was an outfielder as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. He was. So he could possibly play some outfield time, too, and D.H. Right. By the way, D.H., DH could be Max Muncy. DH could be JD Martinez. Um, I'm so I'm happy with that. I think we're. I think our lineup is good. Yes. Trey Turner. I, I we're agree with you, Cody Bellinger. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you. And what we haven't taken into consideration is we've seen Austin Barnes play first base and third base. If there's guys that need days off or whatever and so you know regardless of his bat which isn't always awesome he is very much he can very much play other positions because frankly will smith's the catcher of our decade right yeah. we're gonna have him for 12 years 13 years i don't see freddie freeman taking a day off <laughs> i agree I with think, that i think from opening day until late September, first base is covered. Yep. No, I agree with you. I agree with you there. So now talk to me about the National League West. Um, and I don't want a prediction on whether or not the Dodgers are going to win, but tell me your National League West thoughts, you know, seeing what the Padres have done, what the Giants have done, so what the Diamondbacks haven't. I think the D-backs, mm -hmm. The Rockies and the Giants pretty much stay the same, give or take a couple extra wins or a couple extra losses. Okay. I don't see anything earth-shaking in San Francisco. Now, they will always play us tough because it's a rival. Now, I see the Padres getting better, but it is going to be interesting to see the power mix 
of all these guys, the egos. It is going to be interesting to see how that meshes. Now, here's the deal. The Padres were lacking chemistry until the end of the season. It took some time to gather it, and they gathered it. So I think they do better. I think they are a 90-plus win team. I think the Giants are an 80, 85, 86 win team. I think the Rockies are going to be sitting at around maybe the low 70s. And I see Arizona floating around the high. I 60. So that leaves our beloved Dodgers. (laughs) I'm going to say over under 95 and I'm going to say they're going to be over 95. So I'm thinking they're going to win 96 to 98 games. Okay. I I think I, this is my desire, my desire and don't hate me, Dodger fans. Listen, (laughs) we have won the division. What? 10 out of 11 years. And what has that gotten us? What has that gotten us? 10 out of 11 years. Yes. Division champs. I got to get my division champ hat. Boom. Listen, I'm okay with the Dodgers making the wild card team game spot slot. I'm okay with them doing that and going into the playoffs hungry. If you look at the Braves, Washington, um, the Cubs, I think the Cubs, you look at all those teams that won previous championships, minus the Houston. Yeah. yeah. Minus them, I'm working on my bitterness. <laughs> minus them, all those other teams, they had 89, 88, 86, 91, 92, 93 wins. That was their thing. So we don't need 100 wins. We don't need to be the best team in the regular season. We need to be the hottest team in the playoffs, and that's what I want. As, as you would agree, we are the world champions of the regular season. It's just yes. whether or not we can make it further than that. And so, and and honestly, Dodger Stadium South, aka Petco, uh, this is their year because they're going to have to re-sign Juan Soto. They're going to have to re-sign Blake Snell. They're going to have to figure out what's happening with Tatis. So there's a lot of moving pieces to that puzzle. This is their year. If they don't get it this year, it's going to be – we'll see. Right? Yeah. So I. So tell me, final question for you. Tell me, what is your – what are you looking forward to most about the 2023 season except for baseball being on every night and you and I and Mikey being able to do lives every couple, three days with another fan from another team? And what are you looking forward to most about the 2023 season? I am looking forward to hanging out with L.A. baseball head at the World Series in Los Angeles. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I like it. Opening day. I'm looking forward to opening day. Uh I'm looking forward to opening day weekend. I plan on being there. I'm looking forward to live streaming games, hanging out with Dodger fans, talking with them. Um, We're going to do some watch parties this year here in, in Mesa, in Phoenix. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to spring training. Yeah. 
Um, I am going to watch the Dodgers. And when the Dodgers play the Cubs, I don't care <laughs> where it's at. I am going to go. Um, I am looking forward to the Dodgers going to Fenway because I am going to Fenway. Very good. That That's one of my bucket list things. So I'm going to watch the Los Angeles Dodgers take on the Boston Dodgers. There you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. A man with bowls. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, we'll have to talk about some of that stuff offline because there was something you just brought up that I meant to mention to you. But um, that's fantastic. And and honestly, uh, as a Dodger fan, we're riding high right now. These last several seasons, we're riding high. Let's enjoy the ride. Let's enjoy the ride. We don't want to bring back the 90s Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's oh, yeah. No, no. And, and so for all the Dodger fans that think that the Dodgers are uh, canceling this season. If the Dodgers, if you think the Dodgers didn't do anything because they really don't care about this season, let me just, let me just say a couple things real quick for you. Mookie Betts, Mm -hmm. Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, Julio Urias, Dustin May. I'm just going to give you those, just those. Notice I didn't say Clayton Kershaw. I believe in Gavin Lux. I didn't say him. I didn't say CT3 and Max Muncie and, and all of that. Just those names I gave you. Yep. Tell I love you it. The love Dodgers it. are going to be in the playoffs. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, Danny, I appreciate you being on. We've got to get some more Dodger crew on. And I'm going to have you on another podcast with a group of people where we're going to talk about. We've got one coming up here pretty quick about rule changes and the shift and how it's going to help different players. So we'll get you on, on that one with a group of people. And I'm just grateful that you spent a half hour with us. Um, I'm so excited to, to see the response and I look forward to seeing what happens. So Danny, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. Have a good night. Hey, have a great evening. We'll see you later.